Here, 357. Go up and if you need to, put one right behind his head. We yeah. talked about this ghost bear. How long have you been after this ghost bear? Five years. I just love hunting these animals. That's that's all I care about. Welcome to the Bear Hunting Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back. Alright, so first podcast of the new season here. The uh, podcast is now out of hibernation. And uh, we're going to be rolling steady now. But anyway, first podcast of the year I wanted to do was uh, recapping our, well, my um, do-it-yourself Wisconsin bear hunt from last season. I, uh, You know, everybody should know by now if you follow my social media accounts that uh, I got a bear and all was well. But there's a lot of details I left out. And um, one of those details, which is why this podcast is taking so long to get out, was... Uh, um, I really wanted my buddy who helped me out a lot on this hunt um, to come sit down and do a podcast with me. And uh, we were going to do it during the hunt, and we were just so busy hunting, it just didn't, we didn't really have time to sit down and actually record one. I guess we could have maybe made time, but oh well. Um, and then after season, it was deer season, and uh, uh, my good buddy is, well, he's busy shooting a huge buck, which pretty cool to see, but... Um, and I was deer hunting too and stuff, but now that that's sort of winding down a little bit, uh, finally got time to do this. So, but um, so I've been a little secretive about who my buddy was, and uh, you know, he wanted me to keep it quiet for a while. But now the season's over, he's he's good with revealing who it was, and uh, it was real. It, it was really cool to do this this year. But uh, the buddy who helped me out this year, I called him Joe, but really his name is Mike. Foss, return guest of the podcast, legendary Wisconsin bear guide, and uh, yeah, so hi Mike. Hey Matt, it's really good to be back. I'm glad to have you back, long overdue, but um, yeah, so I guess before anybody, to clear some stuff up with this, so this last season, you know, it was truly a do-it-yourself hunt. Um, what had happened was, is you know, I drew when the tags came out right around right around my birthday, beginning of March anyway, and um, and when I drew the tag, well, rewind just a little bit even further. Back when I first had Mike on the podcast, he had graciously said to me, "Hey, when you whenever you draw a tag, I'll help you out. You know, I'm not going to guide for you. I don't guide, but anymore, but I'll you know point you in the right direction. I know you like doing do it yourself hunts, and um, and so." You know, I kind of kept that in the back of my head. Well, you know, I, I drew the tag this year, and so I reached out to Mike, and um, Mike got back to me and was basically offered to, hey, do it yourself, hunt. I'm not, you know, I'm not guiding for you. I'm not going to do any baiting for you, anything like that, but, you know, I'll point you in the right direction. I'll even give you some of my old spots, show you, you know, some places I hunted, and uh, kind of just go at it. And so that was sort of our, I don't know if you want to call it arrangement, but... Um, yeah, so that's kind of how we got started, and then we agreed, it was middle of May when we first went out there, Mike? So, yeah, right around the 15th, yeah, I think. Right, yeah, it was about that time, it was about that time to get something out there, too, you know? Yeah. Start getting yeah. those bears coming in. Yep, yep, exactly. I don't know, I can't remember when, well, 
the snow melted there a little bit later than it did here. I live a little bit outside the Lake Spear snow belt, but um, yeah, but it was definitely time to do that. And I mean, I've never, you know, you can't, other than Wisconsin, you can't bait bears in the spring in Michigan or Minnesota or anything like that. So that was kind of a new experience for me, baiting bears around here, you know. But um, yeah, so we met up mm, middle of May sometime and uh, um, we you had picked out three spots that you wanted me to hunt this year, Mike. And uh, the first one, oh, um, I, just to be, I don't want to uh, give away the, because um, your your bait site names tend to include, right. that me and you and I use, tend to include the, the name of the yeah, property right. owners. So we're not going to do that. I've got code names for them. So okay. um, the first spot, um, well, you know, the big apple orchard bait where you also like to deer hunt, right? Um, we'll yeah. call it the apple orchard yeah. bait. Let's call it that. Um, okay. For listeners okay. of the podcast. For the listeners of the podcast, I called it the scobate, um, but that that's what I'm talking about. Mike, we, that might get confusing. So, anyway, the apple orchard bait. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably slip up sometime during this interview. <laughs> if, if 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 you do and reveal it accidentally, <laughs> if you do, I have editing powers, Mike. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Okay. I've yeah. already thought Forgot that through. About that. <laughs> So anyway, Mike, um, the, uh, the apple orchard bait. Um, so here's what I'll, I'll sort of briefly describe it and, and you let me know if I left anything out. So the apple orchard bait is, um, private land, totally surrounded by private land, um, sort of out of the way. Um, and it's lowland alder spruce popple. But what it was, at one point, it was a farm, there's a farmhouse in the property that nobody lives in, um, use, it as, use it as a cabin sometimes, um, but nobody lives there, and it used to be a farmhouse with like a gazillion apples, tr- apple trees, um, there's, there's a lot of them, and over time, the orchard got abandoned and overgrown with popple, alder, swampy stuff, and now it's perfect bear habitat does that pretty much describe that oh yeah yeah (laughs) that's perfect it's it's become a great uh place where big bears travel through and 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 feed at certain times of the year uh quite heavily yes yep definitely would agree to that um especially well it seemed you know that spot i'm jumping back and forth a little bit here in time but it seemed like it was really active in the spring and really active later in the fall once the apples were becoming ripe. That's when it seemed to be in yeah. the middle of the summer it was not as active as my other baits I noticed. But early <clears> spring <throat> bears were everywhere in the spring there. I mean crawling. I mean they were the where the, the farmhouse is, it's kinda of open and grassy. They were in there just eating grass. <laughs> right. So. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They um they really congregate in, into that area, you know, of, of course, because we're baiting and stuff, but mm-hmm. as, as the foliage starts to uh, come out a little bit more and more and, you know, grasses and stuff, then they'll kind of disperse a little bit, but you do, you do have your resident bears throughout the summer. That's for sure. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> okay. So there was that bait and what we did there is, is, um, well, you told me right, right up front that this, this was the bait that the, ghost bear you're after um came to eventually not 
not in the spring or anything like that, but this is the bait that that one showed up on is, and you have had that one, you've had friends hunt that before. And there's a, there's a permanent box blind set up on that property. And, um, but you've had issues, you know, in the past where, um, bears would see folks, you know, leave, they'd hunt, not shoot a bear that night. And then they'd have to go on the same trail that you bait. And, um, you were worried that, you know, if you did that, the bear's going to spook after day one and you won't be able to, you know, fool them anymore. So you told me before we even hunted that spot that, Hey, bring your chainsaw and, um, some surveyors tape and we're going to, we're going to get this spot set up good. So when you go into here to hunt, it, it's all good to go. So what we did is, well, we opened it up because, you know, hopefully the plan was to shoot a 600-pound bear out of there and have to drive it out with a four-wheeler, which hindsight was a good plan. <laughs> yeah. But um, so I brought my chainsaw and we opened up the the trail to the bait site a little bit so we could drive back there later in the season. And then we went to the blind. We it, It's a black blind. And we put up, there's some windows in there that we taped up so we couldn't see see through it so my movement was hidden and then we basically made an exit trail going we cleared it out cleared any brush and put up surveyor's tape and made an exit trail that was totally different from the entrance trail so that way i could get out of there without spooking bears which i'm glad we did that <laughs> right right that's correct i i think uh some of the biggest things i mean it's a perfect setup for that that we had yeah and and uh if if hunters can do that i'd really recommend that but i really think that um a lot of those big bears um they circle and they come in on the top side of that bait right where the trail is and when that hunter leaves at night i think um you know one of the reasons why we haven't shot that uh, big bear ghost and stuff is, is is because hunters leaving at night are spooking that bear and he doesn't stick around mm-hmm. you know um uh, he gets he gets spooked once uh he shows up the second week in august mm-hmm. um almost every single year and, and you cross your fingers that he he he, he stays around and uh matt he did that this year didn't he, he show, showed yep. up what was it the, the, the 9th of august the 9th of august i believe you're right i, I remember yep. you telling me yeah right in the spring you said you will not see ghosts until the first or second week of august and i said okay yep. <laughs> and yeah. right on clockwork i i, I remember looking because it, it was the middle of summer that 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 bait was not very active and you know and i'd go through and i'd see you know i mean there was bears there but they were smaller bears not really what i was looking for right and all right. of a sudden I'm, you know it was the middle of you're like go should be coming soon go should be coming soon i'm like okay and so i'm flipping through and i'm flipping through and i remember because what i would do is i would um i would go bait and then once i was done baiting because I'd, I'd park at the farmhouse and walk back on this property to this to the bait site and when i came back um I'd walk up and I'd sit in my Jeep and review the trail camera footage. You know, I like to, I like to do that in case there's some crazy thing that happened that I need to make a quick change. I can run back to the bait and, you know, fix something if I need to, you know, burst. Cause when you're doing long range hunting where I'm, you know, I'm two and a half hours away from the bait site, you know, you can't just go out there on a whim and, and get, fix something like the trail camera's not working or whatever, you know? So I like to review right. the camera footage, but um right. <laughs> i remember sitting in my jeep scrolling through the photos and went 
the, what is that bear? That thing is so <laughs> huge. And I'm like, Mike, I've got it. I remember texting Mike being like, I've got, there is a humongous, I forget what the mo- monstrous bear on the bait site. <laughs> and he's like, send me a picture. I'm like, Oh, I can't do it. I was like, Oh, I'll take, I took a screenshot of it on my, on my laptop with my phone and send it to him. And I'll never forget. And he's Mike, you said some like, congratulations. You have the ghost bear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Each, each time you would text message me that you were coming down the bait and, uh-huh. and it was in August. I'm sitting there twiddling my thumbs. I was waiting for that, for that call from you mm-hmm. about, you know, what is this big bear? <laughs> you know, yep. so, so yep. that, that came about and yeah, I was, I was, I was pretty excited. For oh it. yeah, for sure. I was, I was pumped. <laughs> yeah. That bear's yeah. huge for sure. But, uh, so we'll, we'll come back to that. We got to go in chronological order here. <laughs> but um okay okay so, yeah so we, we we set up that that bait and um baited it and set up actually we set up two trail cameras because you wanted some you were looking for you wanted some videos and then i had set up mine for just you know pictures and um and so we set that one up uh nothing really more to that one the biggest thing was the exit trail and then uh second bait we set up um that one we're gonna call it the home run bait you know where you, the one where you gotta go walk through the fields that one oh yeah yep the yeah. second one the second yeah. one we went to that we yeah. that we end up not hunting but um right right yep yeah. home run bait because the reason i called that is because it was the site that was either going to be it either was not going to work out or it was going to be there was going to be a monster bear on it was right and so we set that one up and the way to describe that one, you walked through, um, basically you walked across a couple of hay fields and then went back towards there. There's a Creek that runs back there. And, um, you know, it got into somewhat thick woods and there were some apple trees and stuff around, but, um, so we set up sort of by the Creek, uh, in the woods, sort of by a clearing. There was a tree stand that, um, was already set up there, but, uh, so we set up there, and yeah, there wasn't a whole lot to that one. We just we we sent it up like crazy and hoped for the best. No, go ahead, Mike. Past past years, you know, we had uh, great success at that at that uh, certain bear bait right there and stuff. And mm-hmm. um, and. Uh, the only thing that I can think that was different about that is, is uh, um, there was a gentleman that bought the other 40 acres and he has cattle in there now. I don't know if that uh, uh, made any, any difference, but um, um, yeah, um, I'll, I'll, I'll let you tell, tell him what happened. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So that was, yeah, that was, well, we'll, we'll end up, we'll, we'll, we'll come back to, but yeah, so we, we set that one up and, and, you know, it looked like it was going to be a good spot, but, you know, um, we had set up there because, you know, you knew there was a bigger bear in the area there too. So, um, so we set that one up and then the last one we went to, um, was the vulture bait and, uh, <clears throat> call it the vulture bait because <laughs> there's an old wooden box blind on there. And let me say, I tell you, it's an old wooden box blind. <laughs> 
<laughs> and, and the vultures decide to make it their home year after year. <laughs> yep. And so make great great cover scent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's that. <laughs> so this bait was like, I don't know, three quarters of a mile walk back um through some private property and then uh right in the corner. Basically it, it's it's sort of on top of a ridge and then um right behind the bait it drops right down into a, a creek and then just huge swamp. And um you know, on top there was uh, berries, hazelnuts, and stuff. It was a few oaks. It was a good. It was a pretty cool spot. But um, yeah, basically there was there used to be a vulture nest in this blind, and so hence it's called the vulture bait. And so I've ever since we set up, I was dreading sitting in that blind <laughs> the whole time. I was thinking, man, I I mean, I'd love to shoot a bear. This is a cool spot. I'd love to shoot a bear out of here. But oh man, I do not want to set in that blind. yeah it's uh it's it's a little smelly but i tell you something after after you seen some of the bear pictures that were on there uh i i think you were going to do anything and everything to to, uh sit in there i don't think it was going to bother you too much after that nope nope i i will agree i definitely uh i was definitely willing to sit in there after watching that after seeing what came to that bait and so, but yeah, um, well, let's, let, we can go in reverse order with that. So, so that bait, um, it, that was the very first bait that was hit. We, we, we scented it up and it got hit and baited it up and it got hit that night. Um, now the day that we baited, I forgot to say this, the day that we actually baited, it was awful weather. It was like 50 or 40 degrees and raining. It was awful. Uh, we even debated not even setting up that that weekend but i was really excited to get out there so um i figured you know let's go for it so i really i don't know i wasn't really expecting to have a whole lot of action the first few days and Mm -hmm. um but the the vulture bait was the first one hit i think if i remember it there was a bear there that night pretty early um smaller one wasn't you know a huge bear or anything but it was you know it got hit and then um Essentially, what happened was there the main bears that came into there into that bait initially was there was a huge sow, huge sow, and then at the time she had two yearlings with her. Um, when she first showed up, she had these two yearlings, and then the cool thing was, as I was watching the trail cameras, I noticed all of a sudden these yearlings got kicked out by mom, and they came in by themselves they started coming to the bait by themselves at first sometimes they could come together sometimes they would come by themselves and then mom would come in totally by herself and then eventually um during the early rut there she got a boyfriend and her boyfriend was very very big even bigger than she was Mm -hmm. i mean she by the fall she was would you agree probably a 300 pound sow oh oh yeah at at least that yeah that's yeah she was huge. Oh, yeah. 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 But, yeah, so that was, she was a very, very nice bear, and she was very consistent, which was cool. And then, you know, there's a few other bears that came in and out of that bait, but, um, and then jumping back to, well, hold on. So what I, what my plan was initially, um, was, so we, I, we started the bait sites middle of May, and then my plan was I was going to come and bait every other week, so, Every other weekend I was going there just throughout the summer just to kind of keep bait there. 
um, keep the bait sites active, keep bears interested in it. Cause you know, you're the thing about Wisconsin is you're only allowed to bait with 10 gallons of bait. So I couldn't go and put out a whole barrel or anything like that. I had to put out, you know, 10 gallons <laughs> and, um, yep. and the thing about that is they can go through 10 gallons in a night pretty easy. Um, especially vulture and, and, um, the apple orchard bait, they, that didn't last very long. So. No, no, I, I think some of that, you know, the 10 gallons only lasts for a couple hours. It, yeah. it depended on what, what bear yeah, was true. at your bait station. And, you know, that's why you sent it up those bait stations really good too, you know, yep. so that, yep. that, that scent, scent stays there for days and weeks, you yep. know, and it st- still attracts uh, bears, you know, when there's no bait there. Yep, exactly. No, one thing that I, I found that really seemed to keep the bears interested was um, that bear tar I used. So mm-hmm. I, I would use the, um, um, if you've listened to this podcast, but you know, I like the final dessert bear tar. And um, I would, from Batum 907, and I would smear that on the trees and the bears would, uh, well, I took videos of this, but the one birch tree at the apple orchard bait, I, I smeared that all over and they just rubbed on that, that branch and, and eventually, and would lick it. And eventually they broke that most of the tree down and <laughs> trying to rub yeah. on the thing, but it kept tore, them around. Tore, tore, tore it right in half. Oh, yeah. And yeah. that, that bear tar, I don't know uh, what's in there other than that it smells really good and attracts some bears. But when you say tar, it was tar. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I mean, it, it was some, it was some gooey, gooey <laughs> stuff. You know, I'll bet yes. you some of them, some of them bears still have it in their coat, sleeping, I hibernating would, at, I, at this time. <laughs> I would bet so. Well, yeah. what even you know, actually, here's what one of the things that happened this season is I was, I had one of those cans in my backpack, and I, I thought I had it upright and closed. And I didn't, and it tipped over, and I got a whole, like half a jug in the bottom of one of my backpacks. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Glad, so, glad it smells good. <laughs> yes. Yep. It does. <laughs> that it does. So, yeah. uh, but <clears throat> so anyway, I really liked using that. Um, that 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 seemed to be the best thing that I could use. Like the tar paste stuff was the best things I could use to keep the, the center on. I mean, you, you spray and stuff and that, that works for a while, but the, the tar is really last. I'd yeah. Say. If it, if it rains out that, that other spray scent just kind of dissipates, mm-hmm. um, that tar, that tar is still there. Yep. I mean, it's, it's, it's some, some gooey good stuff. That's for sure. Yeah, exactly. So, but, um, <clears throat> so, so that was, that was big. Um, you know, make sure they're sent there and keeping the bears around. And, um, and so, yeah. And the apple orchard bait there, you know, we got a bear in there, I don't know, one or two days after we, we put out the, the bait. And, uh, once it started, it was just a parade of bears all throughout the spring and the pretty much through the rut. There was, I, I'd put out 10 gallons of bait and it would be gone that night. Um, it was using for bait early on, um, cause you know, bears aren't super picky when there's not, you know, berries or other baits and stuff. So I was using, I got a bulk tote of pop tarts. Uh, I think they're cinnamon, they were cinnamon pop tarts. And then, um, and then I had some strawberry chocolate chips. This stuff, they weren't chocolate, they were just strawberry. And, um, what's the other thing I had? 
uh, oh, peach pie filling. And so that's pretty much what I used all the way until, I don't know, middle of July or something like that. And the bears were right. totally good with that throughout that, that time period. So, um, yep. 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 And, and, and then when, <clears throat> when the natural food store starts to pop out, you know, and, and, uh, you know, um, you gotta, you gotta freshen it up and change it up a little bit. Yep. Yep. I mean, you gotta think with, and, and the other thing too, with, with, like pop tarts for instance is they're not a very heavy food so they can eat a lot of them i mean if you really set your mind to it how many pop tarts do you think you could eat you know you could eat quite a few pop tarts if you're like in an eating contest you could probably eat a whole mm-hmm. box of pop tarts and bears can pound food way better than you can so you know 10 yep. gallons of pop tarts isn't going to last you very long but um, right right i think that's a good way to think about what baits to use you know especially if you have to limit your bait quantities is Okay, what's hard to eat? What can't I eat a lot of? <laughs> you know, so, right, right. What's but, what's gonna fill them up a little bit and yeah. leave a little bit of leftovers? You know, for yep. somebody else or yeah, you know, what's hard for a day to eat or too. something. What's hard to eat too? That's the thing. Like, uh, um, you know, obviously we're both a fan of trail mix, but uh, you know, it's hard to if you somebody dumped a whole bunch of trail mix on the ground, you'd struggle to get every little last nut. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so those, those raccoons those raccoons are good at it so yeah they are <laughs> that they are that they are we 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 create some world record raccoons this year for sure i think oh my god is that a bear <laughs> no that's a raccoon <laughs> yep uh, but <clears throat> anyway so so that was that was the apple orchard bait it was just a really good bait all throughout early season and then um now the home run bait. So I, I baited that site and for whatever reason, I did everything I did to the other sites and more so actually. I Every time I'd go there, I'd leave. Um, you know, when I first started the bait, I would go and I'd leave like a scent trail where I'd walk like, I don't know, a couple hundred yards and spray and, and put out tar mm-hmm. and stuff, making sure there was a huge scent trail for the bears to find. Um and I did that on the, on the home run bait, like every single time I did it. And I never got a bear on that site <laughs> for whatever reason. Yeah. I was super, super surprised and actually really disappointed because uh, yeah. there's a monster bear that roams that area. And for, for whatever reason, um, nothing came in. And yeah. I, I tell you, it, it was uh, the first time you know, that that's ever happened. Yeah. So, but, yeah. um, I, I, I kept on wanting you to keep on doing it and doing it. Well, there's only so much time. You don't want to waste your time, yep, exactly. on a beat, you know, yep. um, and, and, you know, concentrate on something else. Yeah. And so then, that's what you did. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. And that was kind of my thought was, you know, I was, I was giving it a go and I, it was somewhere around the middle of July. I said, ah, you know what? I, you know, I, I've given this a, a lot of effort, and I'm tired of feeding raccoons because the raccoons were just digging under the logs at that point and getting the the bait. Yep. It was like, okay, yep. you know, I I want to try something different. So, so what I did was, you know, and in the all throughout the rut, the baits did really good, and then middle of July, just it slowed down. Um, you had a lot of little bears, but still coming to the baits, but a lot of the big bears disappeared in July. Um. And so what I did was I, I said, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to go out and I want to find a brand new bait site on public land. And, um, I did a bunch of map scouting and 
I found <clears throat> basically where this ridge dropped down. It was a huge section of public land and you started out and it was, there were some clear cuts there and there were some oak trees and a lot of berries. And then it dropped down into this huge swamp, but it was like a mile, mile and a half hike in something like that. <clears throat> and so I, I said, cool. And I, I hiked down there and I checked it out. And when I first got there, um, at this spot, it was, I, I found huge bear tracks right, right in the track, right in the, um, the old logging road heading down there. It's like, awesome. Awesome. As I'm going down, I'm finding bear tracks everywhere. Like this is the honey hole down in this swamp here. And so I set up a bait site and, um, there, and I didn't see any evidence of anybody else in there. Um, and so, you know, it's somebody actually, I look for quite a bit because of, you know, you don't want to intrude on somebody's bait site. So I set up, um, right. so I looked, I didn't see any evidence of people down there. And so I hiked way down to this spot and uh, set up and thought, man, I'm all by myself. This is going to be a really good spot with all this bear sign and um, sent it up, put out bait and, uh, and left it. So uh, that was, so we're in middle of July. And, um, <laughs> and so I, I come back to this bait site and, uh, and, um, <laughs> This bait site is now known as the hippie bait. <laughs> uh, so uh, this is ridiculous. This is the most preposterous thing that's ever happened to be bear hunting. So um, I think, Mike, Mike, you probably understand how remote this site is. It's, it's ridiculous, right? Uh, I can't believe yeah. I can't believe this. So I come back and... I see, and, and where I parked, it's a road, it's, there's old logging roads, but you're not supposed to be driving in there. And actually, they're burned up, right? They put old stumps blocking off the rest stumps of Stumps in there, yeah. Yeah, so you can't, you're not supposed to drive in there. So I pull up into my bait site, and the stumps are ripped to the side. And I go, what in the world? And there's tracks driving all the way down. I'm like, oh, no. And so I hike down, and I mean, it's through, like, they really had to try to go through this. It was not a nice drive. There was some thick mud and stuff. I'm like, oh, man. And so I'm walking down. I'm like, please don't be going to my bait. Please don't be going to my bait. Please don't be going to my bait. I get down there, and there's tire tracks all the way to my bait. And <laughs> you can see where they stopped in my bait, turned around, you know, did a, did a three-point turn. And I'm like, oh, man. And I'm like, oh, I hope my trail camera's there. Like what's going on? And my bait's gone, but my log, my bait logs are thrown to the side. I'm like, what is happening? And so, I look at my trail camera is actually still there. I'm like, oh, oh, okay, whoo. And so I, I start <laughs> looking at the camera, and it was like three days after I set up my bait site. Um, I can't remember if bears got there first or if actually no. I think um, I think what happened is bears hit there pretty much immediately and cleared it out. Yeah, you had. Yeah, you had bears there right away. Yeah, and there's like three different bears hitting the site, and then they cleaned out the bait. And then shortly thereafter, um, I had um, a very, very unethical, and I'm not trying to do this to paint, you know, a certain group of hunters is all unethical or something, but this particular one, um, extremely unethical, um, it was somebody with a side-by-side -side with a hound box on the back, decided to drive all, rip out the stumps and drive all the way down to my bait site. And I don't know, and for whatever reason, they, they pulled up right next to my bait site, turned around and left. And then two days later, 
I get pictures of three individuals. Um, one of them was wearing flip-flops, and they looked very uh, hippie-like. I'm not sure if they were hippies or they were um, friends of this hunting group or what, but they came in and they threw my logs aside. They were messing with my bait. And I'm like, what in the world? <laughs> this spot is so remote. I can't believe, first off, the bugs were so bad in the in the mud and everything. I can't believe you walked back there in flip flops, or if you drove down there. <laughs> I only saw one. Well, I only saw one set of tracks, so I don't. Know. I think, I think in one of the pictures, um, the female was barefoot. Yes, yeah, that's the one I'm referring to. I think if you look really closely, she was wearing flip flops. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was just okay. strange, 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 Great. strange. So anyway, Great. I wasn't, you know, I don't know if those people were wolf patrol or who they were, but, or if they were part of the hunting group that, that drove down there before, I have no idea. But, um, yeah, anyway, I was not happy at all, obviously. <laughs> um, and so, um, yeah, I don't even know what to say to that. But so I baited it up again, and I baited it up a couple times. Um, and I thought to myself, you know, I'm not going to let somebody bully me out of this spot, right? This is ridiculous. And and thereafter, I didn't have any issues with the spot. But you know, I thought about, it, I'm like, man, I don't want to bait this spot. Um, you know, while still trying to maintain, put the good effort into the other two spots, I don't want to spend all that effort to you know, work on the spot and then come, go, come hunting season, somebody come in and, and screw up my right. spot right at the last minute, you know? Yep. And so, you know, and it, it was taking a lot of time to run that bait site because I had to hike a mile, mile and a half in with bait on my back every single time. And, um, and so <clears throat> I decided to abandon that bait. Um, unfortunately, I, if, if I would have, if it would have been a spot closer to home, I would have baited it still just out of principle, but um, I decided to stop, stop baiting that spot and just focus on the apple orchard bait and the vulture bait. Um, and it was about yeah. middle of July I made that decision. So, right. But I didn't, I didn't want you to stop only because of, you know, the principal part of it and everything, but, but, you know, come to find out who, who runs that area and stuff. Yeah. I didn't want you to spend hundreds of dollars. Yeah, and 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 in your time, and then um, have somebody screw it up right in the end for you. So um, right, you did do the right thing and back out. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. and it is it is in a uh, a prime spot when you when you sent me the map of where you're thinking about going. You know, um, um, it was like, oh yeah, yeah. He's he's down. He's down in that huge swamp air, swampy area down there, and it's like mm. uh, um, it's going to be good. And then, then you sent me pictures and <laughs> told me everything that was going on. It's like, yeah, I was hoping that wasn't going to happen. Yeah, but it did. Yep. Yeah, and and you know, it, you you try your best not to even be seen by people going into there, but I don't know sometimes it's just hard not to leave sign. You know, especially yeah. going through the mud well, and stuff too. But yeah. Yeah, um, so, you know when your you know when your vehicle is parked out there that you're not just on a nature walk. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, not too many people go on nature walks through clear cuts in the middle of bear country. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. In, in Wisconsin, no. anyway. <laughs> right, right. So, 
But yeah. So that brings us to I don't know, middle of July and end of July and it's gonna be game time, right? So um, you know, bear season's in a little over a month away and um that rut has winded down. The rut's winded down, yep. It's getting time yep. to where Mike's told me ghost is coming soon and so it's time to get serious. So um there's there was a couple of things that changed up. First off, my bait choice. Um, you know, at this point, I already got I I made the decision ahead of time that I'm I'm not cutting corners when it comes to trail mix or anything like that. I'm using trail mix hardcore. And then, but the the one thing I did I did try that was very interesting to see was um, I made some homemade bear granola, which I I use pretty much every year here in Michigan, and I've used it in Minnesota too, and you know to great success and. Um, and so I figured, well, I'm going to make some for uh, Wisconsin, too. And I have videos on, if you haven't seen, I've made a video of what I, on my bear granola on YouTube, so you can see that, folks. But, um, you know, so I, I figured I'd give it a try. So I brought, I think, one bucket each out to um, uh, both Vulture and the Apple Orchard Bait. And uh, I, I remember the look on your face when you saw the bear granola I had. Mike, you're like, what is this? <laughs> I was, I wasn't trying to be mean or anything. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, I know. But, but you're, you're but, the look but, on your face but, told what, me enough. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, you know, people, people don't believe me, but bears are different in Michigan. They're different in in Minnesota versus Wisconsin. What, what, what's a great success? you know, in Michigan might not work in Wisconsin or Minnesota, yep. you know, as yep. you, as, as you found out. Yep. Yep. You know? But you know what? It varied though, because it was funny because I took the bear granola over to the vulture bait and for a and they, solid, they pounded it. solid month, they ate every last oat. I took it to the apple orchard bait and those bears literally, the bait went cold for like not not really cold i hate hate to but they they didn't hit the bait until i put out something else <laughs> right, right they came right. in and they looked at that stuff like what is this <laughs> well you had to you had to remove some of that too i did that's right yeah we <laughs> you had know yeah scraped scraped it out of there yeah you because know? you're only allowed it was, yeah you're yep. only allowed 10 gallons They're, so <laughs> right well it, 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 it it's got to be covered too so yep. You know, they, they were just throwing it out of the hole. Yeah. You know, and yeah. so it's crazy. Well, if you don't like that, let's try something different, you know? Yep. Yep. For sure. So, yeah. Yeah. And, oh, and, and, and to, I want to be clear about something too. So, so every so often, Mike, you would come because you, you, you know, you, you're from the area. You don't live there anymore, but you're from the area. And so every so often, you'd come up anyway. And that was. Yep. And so, you know, if you came up every so often, you'd, you'd stop at like the apple orchard bait and put some bait out for yeah. me or something. Um, right. And, uh, cause well, you just, yeah. Go ahead. I can't, I can't not do it. Yeah. I mean, you know, I told, I told you I'm going to point you in the right direction and, and you're on your own, but you know what? You were sending me pictures and everything and boy, you know, uh, <laughs> a guy like me, he just doesn't go up to Northern Wisconsin and not, not help out right you know so so i it was exciting for me to go in there and you know that one that one time i had had to take a shovel in a hole Mm -hmm. and and get all 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 that grain out of there 
Yep. So. Yep, I remember that. But it it was fun though. Yeah, it was. It was. I'll tell you. I'll tell you one thing about Mike Foss, folks. Is he? There, there's some. Ins- you just you got a you got a passion for the stuff. That's for sure. Even though you're you don't have you didn't have a tag. You didn't you know you weren't making money off guiding or anything like that. You still just couldn't couldn't stay away. You just yeah <laughs> had to yeah. be involved. And, and as as you found out, <laughs> as you found out. I'm really picky. Yeah. And, yes. and, and even though even, I, I felt bad a couple of times, even though it was your bait, it was like, no, <laughs> you got to do this. You know? Yep. Yep. <laughs> you know? and, and, and I had to step back a, a little bit and no, no, just let them do it. Yeah. You know? Yep. And, and, but, but, you know, I, I want everybody to be successful. I wanted you to be successful. So right. I'm going to voice my opinion. And oh, yeah. I did. Yep. You know. No, you know, and I, I definitely want to touch on this later, but um, you know, the that was that was something that going into this season was huge for me was that because I've never, you know, I, I'm one hundred percent a self taught bear hunter slash bear baiter, right? And so I've never, mm-hmm. you know, I've never had anybody show me or anything like everything I've I've learned, you know, right, wrong, or indifferent, you know, is from being self-taught or, or learning from the internet or something. And so to have somebody that was, you know, was a very successful bear guide to, you know, kind of, you know, not really mentor me, but, you know, be there with me and see what you did versus what I did versus, you know, or for you to go, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, was, mm-hmm. uh, was very mm-hmm. interesting. It, it was really mm-hmm. cool. And not just, not just like, you know, actually running baits but like seeing where you put bait sites or where where you thought were good spots versus what i would think to look and you know it that was very very cool and a huge learning experience for me and something that's really gonna i think help me in the future and i'm, I'm very thankful to have had this season was just sort of you know you kind of taking me under your wing in a way and showing me your spots and and getting to run those yeah. for you and you know but so it just educates you more. You yeah. Know, you learn more and more about bears. Period. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, exactly. So like, like for instance, case in point, you know, I, um, I, I've told folks many, many times, um, this will get us back and watch this segue. That's pretty cool. So, you know, I've told many times folks, many times I really like fruity smells and, and, you know, um, sweet smelling scents and stuff. And I remember you saying, you know, right off the gate, I really like to use anise and bacon scents. I think that those work the best. And I'm like, I, I really don't like to use those. And, uh, mm-hmm. and it was right around the early August. It wasn't the apple orchard bait just wasn't really kicking into gear. Vulture was cranking, but the apple orchard bait just wasn't cranking. You said, why don't you, why don't you put out some anise or some bacon or something? And so I got some bacon sent from, from Batum 907 and, all I did that 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 session that time I baited was I sprayed the bacon scent, and the bait site took off the after that 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 baiting time. As a matter of fact, I don't that might have been the time Ghost showed up. I can't remember. It was yeah. close. It was very close. Was as close. soon as soon as yeah. I switched up from from bacon from using more fruity smells on that bait to bacon, it, it just like mm-hmm. took off. And it was like, whoa. Yeah. And so, you know, it made me realize, hey, bears are different place to place. And, yeah. you know, you got to kind of adapt, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. 
if I would have been there when you checked your cameras and your bait, mm-hmm. when the baits took off, I would have poked you in the chest and said, see? Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> exactly. You know? Exactly. You know? <laughs> so, you know, and, and I mean, that that's something I learned this season was definitely, you know, if whatever locals do, right? So, you know, if you're going to bear hunt up in Canada, for instance, right? Everybody knows that, you know, the guides up in Canada like to use rotten beaver, right? I don't know how well that would work in Michigan, but I'll tell you what, I would be much more willing after this season to give rotten beaver a try up in Canada, mm-hmm. knowing that they, that's what they do and it works. So don't, don't try to reinvent the wheel. Just try what they do, you know, and Mike is a huge believer in bacon and anise smells and they work in Wisconsin and you know what? They work. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. And, you know, and I think part of the reason for that um, is, you know, why they work is because that's what everybody uses and bears associate those two smells with bait sites. I, I think that's it, it you know. <laughs> you're exactly right. Every, every, everybody uses it. So when they're, when they're, you know, three quarters of a mile away going through a new area or something and they smell that, the first thing that they think is food. Yep. Period. And they're going to, they're going to go check it out. Yep. You know, so it just, um, they've adapted to that. Yeah. You know, some of those older bears, they know what that means. Yeah. You know, so, um, and everybody, like you said, everybody uses it. Yep. Bacon, bacon and anise are, are the favorite scent attractants up there. Yeah. And they work well. Yeah. And the thing is too is that the some of the Wisconsin is a little different, especially in Mich in the UP and um, not all places in the UP, but a lot of places in the UP and Minnesota is that um, well quotas. I'm sure non quotas a little different, but um, there because there is no limit to the amount of bait sites you can run in Wisconsin. There's a lot more bear baits just in general in Wisconsin. There's more tags and more bear baits. And so, um, the, the amount of bear hunting pressure in Wisconsin, even in the, you know, even in zone D where it doesn't seem like there'd be a lot of, um, a lot of pressure, there's a lot. And so I I think that's huge, (laughs) you know? Well, you, you've got guides up in that area. Yep. So, you know, you got a a guide with 20 people, you know, you're going to, you're going to see 40, 40 different bait sites out there at least. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so yep. um, there was baits everywhere. Uh, y- yes. Yep. Yeah. More so than I'm used to in the UP. In the UP, I mean, there, there's places where there is a lot of bear baits, but there's not. Um, I mean, especially in certain areas of like the national forest, but there's there's just simply not that much pressure compared to Wisconsin. You know, which is interesting. <laughs> but um, yes, yeah, so that that was some very very interesting, but. Um, yeah, I guess that, so that leads us right into August though. So August, um, at first the apple orchard bait wasn't taken off and then, um, I switched up to bacon scents and started, got rid of the bear granola on that one bait. And I used, uh, switched up to some candy trail mix and, uh, that bait took off. Well, first, uh, the first thing right, right on, right on time, that ghost bear shows up and yep. how, so how many years do you think you've been after this this ghost bear, Mike? Has it been? Oh, jeez, I don't. I can't even tell you. I think a good, um, oh my, 
a good eight, nine years. Yeah. Jeez. You know, um, <laughs> that, that we've been, been trying to get this guy, but he's, he's, <laughs> he's smart. He's I, you know, when smart. he leaves that apple orchard bait, I don't, I don't know where he goes. I would love, yeah. I would love to, to find out yep. where, where he goes. He's, he's actually becoming a legend, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. up in that area. So yep. um, I'm sure other, other people have different names for him, but yeah. you know, yeah. I, I, I think ghost uh, fits him appropriately. Yep. You know, he, he, he appears and then disappears, but yep. you know, there, there is a little window that if he sticks around, mm-hmm. you know, he's, he's, he, uh, he does show during the daylight hours, yes. which yep. is, is, really um surprises me for a big mature bear but yep soon as as soon as the calendar hits you know around that first week of september you know yep things change up for whatever reason yep let me let's let's i i would i would venture to say this if i if wisconsin had the same bear season as as northern ontario and you can hunt august 15th i would have killed both ghosts this this year i really think that because he was he was there like mostly in the day not mostly but he was there very consistently for a whole week and a lot of times he was out there in the daylight early daylight not even like last light like two hours (laughs) before dark (laughs) you know and insane yeah yep that's that's true and he's he's a magnificent bear he's a seven foot bear yeah he's you know and 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 is is he's a lot bigger than what we really think he is too you know his his uh his skull is is unbelievable you know um yeah he's he's a cool bear yeah you know something something i want to say to the listeners too i I, people um you know they they looked at because i posted pictures of of ghost on my uh, my social media pages mike and i had a lot of people mention like you really think that bear's 600 pounds? I think I said like 600 pounds or something like that. They're like, do you really think it's that big? He doesn't look that big. You know, that's not that big of a bear. And the one thing I, I want folks to know is that the the camera angle on that bait where we had it, um, really, it, it, didn't, it was not conducive to showing his size or any bear's size for that matter. Like if I showed you mm-hmm. a picture of the bear that I shot and we drug guts in and got, the, uh, got on the scale you know, at 221, um, you would not look, I don't know if most people look at that picture and go, oh yeah, that's a 221 pound bear. They'd probably say it was smaller mm-hmm. and that's just because mm-hmm. of the camera angle. So, um, yeah, yeah. I, would, I would for yep. sure say ghost is a 600 pound bear. He is huge. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I could have, you know, well, I couldn't, but, um, um, I could put that camera you know, 10 feet away from the bait and make that, that bear look a uh, thousand pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know? exactly. Um, and, 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 you know, our, our cameras were back a, a little further too. Yeah. Yep. So it make, makes a huge difference. Um, mm-hmm. uh, that biggest, biggest bear that was shot in, in, in my camp in 2009, mm-hmm. um, the picture of him, we knew he was a big bear, but we didn't, we, he was 639 pounds, yeah. you know, and, and, and it's like, Oh my God, he didn't, he didn't look that big. So, no. um, you know, bears carry their weight pretty, pretty good and, 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 and hidden too. Yep. So, you know, so, yep, exactly. <clears throat> exactly. 
Yeah, that's the thing. There, it's it. It kind of goes both ways. You, you can make a small bear look huge. <laughs> it's all about the camera angle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, it, it sure is. Yeah, <laughs> I. You know, I, I, it's kind of fun. This kind of off topic, but I like to. You know, I see a lot of bear pictures on social media because of what I do, and uh, it, it's it's really funny to see some of the things that people do to to make uh, their bears look massive. And sometimes I've I've been tricked before. There was this one guy won't call him out but uh he posted a picture of this bear and um i thought oh and when i just first glanced at it and looked real close at it i was like oh wow this huge bear and, at, and on my page i even commented hey that's a great bear awesome and then a few months later i'm looking and he posted a picture where he was uh he was making a, a bear ham and i looked at the bear ham and I, you know i've i've made quite a few bear hams myself and i thought mm-hmm. that's not a that's a small bear ham <laughs> and I, I'm like, what in the world is that? Th-? And then I, I was like, wait a second. I scroll back to the picture, and I'm like, oh, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I can, I can position a, a hunter where that, you know, 130 uh, pound bear looks looks like it's 300 pounds. Yep, exactly. You know, so, but um, yeah, yep, it's fun. But anyway, <laughs> uh, so so apple orchard bait goes shows up, and during this time um, on the vulture bait, uh, I've got it's just it's off the hook. There's three bears that are you know two, uh, well I'd say the smallest is, was a little over two hundred, and then the biggest one was that huge sow, probably a three three hundred fifty pound sow, and um, and these bears are on there every single night. There's I had a picture of four different bears on vulture at the same time, just off the hook, um, active. And they're out there in the daylight and it's just going awesome. And, um, I was using, in all things, I was using that bear granola at that point. I was using a half bear granola, half trail mix, and they were eating every last oat, every last nut. I mean, that bait was crazy and it was like, cool, cool. And I was starting to think, man, you know, this is probably going to be the spot, you know, um, you know, this might be the spot if this stays like this. I mean, hopefully ghost sticks around, but if he doesn't, boy, it's going to be pretty hard to, you know, not hunt vulture. And, uh, right. I mean, it was, it was really, and pretty much it was that way all through August. And, um, after ghost, so ghost stuck around for a week, week and a half. And then as he does, he disappeared. And uh, I was like, Oh man. And then for a while, because he basically took over that bait and dominated it and scared away a lot of the other bears. Um, yep. the apple orchard bait was kind of quiet for a little while. I mean, we had bear activity, but it was not anything to write home about for a little bit. And right. Wake, <laughs> you know, I don't know if he was yep. still around the area eating apples or, or what the deal was, but it was, it was quiet for a while. Um, right. But, and then, uh, yeah, that basically gets us to, yeah. So I guess right before season, um, no, no. The summer was was hot and dry. Well, hot and dry, pretty much. And there was lots of natural food out. Um, not a lot of rain or anything. And then right before season, things kind of switched up a little bit. Um, the the weather it got cold and rainy um, throughout September. The weather just got weird, <laughs> to say the yeah, least. Yeah, it got really yeah, weird. It was really strange weather up in that area well the whole state was experiencing just yeah different uh 
different weather. Um, yeah. Um, staying staying cold for long periods of time. You yeah. know. Yeah. And and stuff like that. Yep. And and these folks don't know with with bears when it gets cold. I don't know if their metabolism's like directly tied to it, but as it gets cold, at least the bears around here, their metabolism slows right on down. They do not like to eat a whole lot when it's cold, um, which seems kind of right. counterintuitive, but that's just how it goes. Especially if it's rainy, bears are bears are kind of wimps when it comes to weather. Quite frankly, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. That's the ma- That's the way Mother Nature has has created bears you know mm-hmm. the colder the weather um they slow down what they're eating to preserve what they have the yep. fat reserves that they they have yep you know yep. so um that's yeah that's 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 what happened yep you'll hear a lot of people say oh yeah i want to hunt the cold front for deer or something but you do not want to hunt the cold front for bears <laughs> no no it, it, it just slows down terribly yep you're hoping you know? for 70 and sunny Yep, yeah, that's, yep. That's good bear hunt weather. But yeah, so anyway, that's kind of what happened. And, and during, you know, August, um, Ghost showed up again for like a day or two and then he disappeared. Um, just completely disappeared. Yeah. And and I, I guess what it had there was there was a couple bears. Um there's the two siblings that showed up on the Apple Orchard bait too. Um Yeah. Yeah. That big boar. He he's a nice he's a nice big boar. And I, I can't believe year after year after year they their siblings and they hang out together. I, I don't get it. Yeah. I yeah. thought, I thought, you know, they got a, they got a super special bond going on there. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And, and, and so it, it's, it's going to be really interesting this year to see if, if they show up again. Yeah. You yeah. know, it was so. definitely interesting, but um, yeah. So they, they showed up for a little bit and, um, but yeah, I, I guess right before season, like, I would say, so season opened on a Wednesday, I think. So going into right before that weekend, before season, you know, what I would have said was I'm probably for sure going to have to hunt Vulture. Vulture, I've got this big sow. She comes in every other night during the daylight. She's there every night, but every other night she's there. I could kill her every other night, you know. And then if not, there's this big lanky boar that's there, and he's, you know, probably a 300-pound bear. He's not real fat, but he's, he's a big bear. Um... And there's just all this activity going on. And then the apple orchard bait, which is kind of slow. Um, I mean, there was bears coming in, but, you know, <clears throat> there wasn't there, it wasn't as good as vulture. And so right. I would have told you right before that weekend that yeah, that's what, what was, what was going to happen. I was going to shoot that big old sow. And yep. then right before season started, boy, did things change. Um, Holy cow. <laughs> that bear that came in? Yep. That that different that different bear. Yep. Yep. Jesus, uh, what a monster! I Absolute know. monster. I've I've never seen that bear before. Yep. Yep. So yeah. So on the apple orchard bait, all of a sudden, this monster bear showed. And that and I posted that picture on my social media. I, I, who knows where that bear came from? But he, he looked bigger than Ghost. I, I mean, at least from the mm-hmm. pictures that we had, that was a huge bear. I don't know where he Just came a from. Tank. Yeah. And he showed up for two days, two days before, right before season. And it was great. And all of a sudden that the apple orchard bait just took off like right before season. But the day, the activity was kind of weird because of the weather shift. It was, sometimes it was more nocturnal. Sometimes it was right in the last hour of the day, but it was okay. Awesome. And then the vulture bait 
for whatever reason, I didn't change a thing. Um, same bait, same trail mix. All of a sudden, the three big bears I had on there completely disappeared. I never saw them after the, um, basically after the Monday before season, I never saw them again. <laughs> you know, and the only bears I, well, actually, the vulture bait went completely dead um, until Thursday of the season, which I'll get to in a little mm -hmm. bit. But I, I don't know what happened, but that bait went completely dead. I don't know. I didn't change a thing. Everything was going good. And then all of a sudden just stopped. I don't know if it was the weather. I don't, I don't know. It was strange, really, really strange. But, um, so I guess that gets us to season and, and during season, what I, I think we both showed up on a Tuesday, um, Tuesday before season. Um, and now Mike was gracious enough that he is so committed to, to, he just loves bear hunting so much. He actually took vacation to come hang out at bear camp with me and to... Heck yeah I, I i i i wasn't gonna let you have all the fun you know, <laughs> you know? i, I want to set the record straight too and you know uh some people people might say oh um mike was helping him it really isn't a do-it-yourself hunt mm -hmm. i'm gonna tell you something I, I think i think i i baited maybe five times at the apple bait the uh -huh. apple orchard bait you never and went not to once, not, never went to vulture. Yeah. I, I let, I, I let Matt do what he wanted to do because that's what he wanted to do. He, 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 you know, he told me right away. I'm, you know, I want to do this. I want to have as less help as, as possible. Yeah. Yep. But just so, enough, just enough help to where, yeah, I, I basically just wanted some local information on where to go, you know, good areas to yep. go and, and, and it worked out great. So, but, um, yeah, so that's, and, and, but yeah, you wanted to come to camp. <laughs> so yeah. that was pretty cool. Yeah. So we had, a, we had a little bear camp in Wisconsin. It was fun. Um, and so Mike came, basically Mike was kind of my, well, you would, you would drop because, you know, we want to keep things consistent at the baits. Right. And so, especially the apple orchard bait, cause you can, the bears yep. can definitely hear vehicles drive up to that bait and we want them to the, everything to stay the same. And so, yep. um, you know, the plan was for basically what we did is, is for the apple orchard bait is we would drive up and in Mike's truck, um, we would walk in there together. Um, but I wouldn't even stop at the bait. I would walk straight to the blind and Mike would go and he would bait the site for me. Um, and I would get in the blind while he was baiting and he would walk out and he would go and review the trail camera photos just like I would. And then he'd drive away. And the only difference was I was sitting in the blind, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. and that was our plan because we didn't want anything to change on that bait site. We wanted everything to be the same, no change in pattern, bears, you know, none the wiser. And so, um, but uh, before that though, I, I do want to get, um, yeah, so we, the four season though we did uh we did get to go and hang out at uh went and crashed the party at um northern wisconsin outfitters and stole some fish yep. that was fun <laughs> yeah 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 that was good uh mm -hmm. meet, meeting people and um yep all, all, all the excited bear hunters and yeah uh, yeah uh, robert Haas, owner of North, uh, northern wisconsin outfitters now mm -hmm. um he, 
he does a really good job. Yeah, yeah, he does. It was cool. This, he had a cool like orientation for hunters and stuff, and you know, like, hey, this is this is uh, you know, this is how I want you to get in the stand and to be quiet and you know, kind of going. It was it was cool to orientate them all. I, I liked that, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, he was very well organized. It was it was cool to see that, but mm-hmm. um, yep. So we did that, and that was fun. We kind of we checked in there a couple of times too, just for fun to see what bears were shot, and you know, but just kind of get a feel. But I, the the right. general feel this season though was that it was going to be tough with the weather. The weather was tough. Yeah. Um, the first few, well, the first day of season, I think both you and I knew it, it was going to be pretty hard to get a bear that day because the winds were. It was super windy. Um, the wind was coming from, from the East. Yeah. Right all off the things. Yeah. Yeah. Of all things. And I think, yeah. I think on the apple orchard bait, it was, the wind was just, uh, I think it was coming on the Northeast a little bit. And so that's why I said I can hunt this bait, not bold. I couldn't for sure could not hunt vulture. Um, mm-hmm. but I could hunt mm-hmm. the apple orchard bait. Just, it wasn't great, but I could, um, right. right. And then, uh, and so that was the plan that night. But, yeah, it was raining. It was cold. We knew the chances were not good. And so, anyway, we went out right. that first night. And, uh, um, well, I went out anyway. Got in the blind. Um, did, did what I said earlier. Mike debated while I got in the blind and then drove off. And, um, and so we sat there. I sat there and not a thing that night. Not a thing. And so I actually got to do the whole our whole setup early in the season where we cut the – where we made the trail getting away from the bait and, you know, to where I could exit quietly, I had to do it. And so it worked out good. I got away from the bait. Mike picked me up at the, uh, the, the road zone. Yeah. The road, the evac zone, we'll call it. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, yeah, he picked me up at the evac and, uh, we, and got out of there. And so the next night though, um, the wind was like definitely, definitely not good for, um, the apple orchard bait. And, uh, and so I said, you know what, I'm going to give, I went back to embedded vulture and it was still dead. It was completely dead. And I thought, man, but I was, I was like, you know, I got to hunt something, you know? And so I went, I sprayed, um, anise spray. All I did was I just hosed the bait side down with anise spray. The bait hadn't been touched. And, and so I said, fine. And so I did what I've been did what I was dreading all season. I got up in that nasty, nasty vulture blind, <laughs> and <laughs> you even found an egg up there. Didn't yeah, you? I did. I found like an ancient, like a three. Oh, it was nasty. It was a, there was a rotten vulture egg in there. It was so gross. Ugh. But anyway, so I get up in there. And, you know, I knew my window wasn't great because there was, there was thunderstorms and I wasn't sure if I was, I, 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 there is, there isn't a bear in the world worth getting struck by lightning. (laughs) And so I was, I risked it. I said, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to go out here and if it starts storming really bad, especially lightning, mainly lightning, I'll get out of there, but you know, I'll give it a go. So I got in there and, and within the first half hour, this completely dead bait, I'm sitting there and all of a sudden I see black like, Oh Oh, and, uh, I look and I got my gun off safe and I'm looking and, and out comes these two, the two yearling bears that, that mom had kicked off. And right. then they had packed on quite a bit of weight. They, they, they weren't, they weren't like little tiny, tiny yearlings. They were, you know, 150 pound bears, but still they were not what I was after, but they came in together and it was like, Oh, okay, cool. And so I was like, ah, 
you know, this is not what I plan to shoot. And so uh, I sat there and watched them, took some videos. I posted that on my social media already. And, um, and so I'm sitting there, I'm like, okay, well, I need, you know, I'm not going to shoot these guys, obviously. So let's put my gun back on safe. And I normally I'm very quiet about my safety. <laughs> you know, I, I'm able to turn it pretty quietly. Well, I, I wasn't super quiet. And I don't know, vulture blinds probably what, 40 yards away was that right. right? Yeah. And I, I basically went click and that little click, um, those set those bears off. One of those bears, I mean, as quick as you could say jump was halfway up this giant oak tree that's next to the vulture bait. And then the other one that jumped in the woods is like, Whoa, those things are fast and powerful. <laughs> I mean, literally as quick as you could say jump, he was halfway up a tree. It was crazy. But yeah, yep. just that little click was enough to make them go, what was that? I mean, it was windy, the, the door of the blind didn't shut all the way, and that was banging back and forth. Those bears knew what it was. That little metallic click, though, they did not know what that was, and that freaked them out. <laughs> they, don't, so. they don't hear that. They don't hear that out in the woods, yep. you know, and so, so when something's new, you know, it sends them in full alert. Yeah. And that's what, that's what they did. They bailed, you know? Yeah, exactly. And, and, and that was the thing is like, you know, when you think about going into a bait site, when you're going to hunt, right? I mean, if you go and you start clanging on, cause these bears, they don't bed far away from this bait site. And mm -hmm. you know, you go and you start clanging on a, a metal tree stand or whatever, those bears know what it is and they're on alert, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, you just sent them, probably uh you know coming in instead of a half an hour yeah you know before uh um the sun goes down uh to half an hour after yep. the sun goes down yep exactly especially the big so, old ones that knew you know have been around yep. bait sites a long time you might be both full yep. young ones but yeah so but so it was cool and then uh yeah and then it really started lightning real bad and so i said eh there's, this isn't worth dying. So <laughs> I bailed out of there and called it early that night. And then, um, but the next night, I remember, I'll never forget this. Mike was, we watched the trail cameras and, and that huge bear that showed up in the apple orchard bait, he hadn't been around, but there was, there was another bear and we, we knew he was, you know, in the 200 pound range. And, um, and I was, I was hem hawing cause that's, you know, the minimum size I'd like to shoot, but I was still, I was going to be very happy to shoot a bear like that. Obviously, I want a monster, but, you know, you, you got to look at, I had to, I had to really think about, okay, well, what's, you know, what do you want to do? Do you want to shoot a bear, you know, a good bear? Do you want to, you willing to risk it to not shoot a big, not shoot a good bear, but maybe shoot a monster? Like, what do you want to do? And, you know, I kind of, I kind of, I don't know, I hem hot about it. And, uh, Never forget, Mike was like, I was like, well, what do you think is going to happen tonight, Mike? He's like, you're going to shoot that 200-pound bear tonight. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I probably I, am. <laughs> I, I, I was so confident that I parked um, a half mile away and, um, was, and rolled down the windows and was waiting for your shot. Yep. And, yep. and um, yeah. So, and it was really, it, it was really funny. I was on the phone talking to my wife and, and I said, Oh, I hope you get something tonight. And all of a sudden I heard this shot and I said, Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> yup. Yup. So. When you dropped me off the bait, you, you said you got a date with a bear at, um, I think you said right around seven o'clock. You said you got a date with a bear at seven o'clock. 
And because uh, what you were doing is that you were you were checking the trail camera and you were just texting me, hey, this is what what the trail camera showed from the previous night. And, oh, okay. Uh, yep, okay. yep. And I remember you texting me saying, saying, yep. I said you got a bear with a date with a bear at seven. I was like, all right. And uh, <laughs> and so yeah, it was funny. Um, you were well, basically, I sat there and, and all of a sudden, out of the out of the north, the wind was good that night. It was a lot better. Everything was good. And, um, out of the North, kind of where I expect them to out pops this really nice looking bear. And, uh, I said, yep, I'm happy with that one. <laughs> and, uh, I was using my 338 wind mag. I got a Ruger M77 Hawkeye that, uh, um, that I use. And, and I like to use big calibers because bears don't bleed very well, even with bigger calibers. Um, Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I shot a huge grizzly. Not, I mean, it definitely did not need that to kill the bear. But, um, I mean, you wouldn't say there was a huge blood trail, would you, Mike? I mean, we blood trailed it together. No, there was not much blood. No, in fact, I was, I was surprised that there wasn't more blood. Yeah, you know, yeah, and, and stuff. So, you know, um, that's when you kind of know that this uh, this bear uh, had had some good fat on him. You yeah. Know, uh, Yep. It's it, it's really it's it's really amazing how fast that that fat plugs up those holes too. It does, you know. Yep, yep, yeah. And I was using, I mean, it was a it was a Nosler partition uh, bullet, and um, yeah, I mean, it killed it dead for sure. It was a double lung shot, no issues. But yeah, it was uh, it was definitely there's there's not a lot of blood you know i mean it was enough for us to follow but it wasn't like mm-hmm. you know it was like oh okay here's oh okay there's a little smear on this tree and a little oh there's mm-hmm. one drop okay yep you know and it was a really good hit right that's why i'm, I'm a huge advocate for for big calibers for for bears for that reason but, right yeah so but um anyway so yeah i basically came in broadside kapow shot him and uh and immediately called Mike and, or no, you wanted to text me and said, was that you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I knew it was you. Who yeah. else would it be? You know? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. you were, you were, you were basically pulling back into the property by the time I was ready for you. So I walked back yeah. out and, you know, I, I took a quick look to make sure he wasn't laying right there, but um, I knew right. I didn't see him right down there in the trail and it was thick, you know, um, right off the bait. So I, I walked back and um, walked back to the farmhouse and met you there. And we came back and unloaded the four wheeler, which fortunately we cut a trail for <laughs> and, um, and drove the four wheeler down there with the sled and uh, started blood trailing. He went about, I don't know, 40, 50 yards, something like that. Um, right. And right. Then, uh, not, yeah, not very far at all. No, no, it was, it was really good timing though. Cause we, we, we found them. We got the sled out there um, drug him out. Um, and we're basically leaving the bait right as it was starting to get dark. So that worked out really mm-hmm. good. That was, yeah, that was good. Some good. Yeah. Some good pictures during daylight hours. And yeah. Stuff like that. Yep. Yeah. We even got a photo with us at so, the farmhouse with it still light. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to jump here a little bit. I don't know what you have, <clears throat> what else is on the agenda, but I, I want to talk about the weather a little bit. Yeah, go, for, know, it. go um, for it. It and and I'm I'm glad you took the bear that you did. Mm-hmm. And and um, <clears throat> the weather was so skewy for, for that whole week that um, it shut down bait stations in the whole gall darn state. Yeah, it was 
it was amazing, you know, and, and some people might say, oh, it's the food source and stuff, you know, yeah, we had a great acorn crop, apple crop, mm-hmm. but I tell you something, when, when bait stations that, backup bait stations that have never been sat before by a hunter for this year shut down completely, you know that the weather had a lot to do with it. Yep. And and I I think that the cold weather that came in um, sh- shut their metabolism right down, and they they just hunkered down somewhere and waited out these storms, and uh, uh, their uh, their feeding pattern uh, slowed way down early. Mm-hmm. You know. Yep. So yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, um, uh, you know, I information from the other um outfitters out there um everybody said the same thing yep yep. so yeah that was that was it seemed like from from what i could gather across the you know the the northern bear hunting states and provinces was that the Mm -hmm. fall hunt if you were hunting in september um middle of you know basically from the second week on it was awful (laughs) you know the weather just Shut, I mean, I heard bad reports from Maine and New Hampshire. I heard, you know, I, I know firsthand in Wisconsin we were struggling, and the UP yep. people were struggling. Minnesota was tough. You were, you were good if you hunted the first week in Minnesota, but later on it was tough. So Right, um, right. It's amazing what a little cold front can do to a bear. Yep. Um, it blew my it, mind. It just, yeah, just shuts them right down. It's like right. a switch. Right. You know, so... Yep. Um, so yeah, I was I was definitely happy to to shoot the bear I did because it, you know I either could have gone without or would have had to end up with a much smaller one. But you know, I, right. was, I was blessed that this um, this really nice bear you know, kept coming in and, and gave me a shot. So, but yeah, yeah, I mean there, yeah. there's obviously bigger ones out there, but this one is it it. I mean, it was a beautiful bear. I've, I've never, it's almost sad to say, I've never actually had like a half mount made of a bear, but I decided mm-hmm. this one, it was such a pretty bear. I decided to do that. And really nice boar. It ended up being a boar. Um, I don't know if I said that yeah. or not, but yeah, 200, yeah. we drug nice. out the guts in 221 was the weight. So. Yeah. Nice, nice pumpkin head on him too. Yeah. You know, yep. he had a, he had a really nice big head on him too yep. and stuff. Yep. So, so Yeah. Uh, so are we going to talk about 10 gallons of bait? Yes. A little bit. Yes, definitely. Good. Yep. Yep. On the agenda. Good. Yep. Cause we, we basically, we've gone through the hunt now and, uh, there's one other thing that we did after the hunt that, so we recovered the bear, we took it, we, we weighed it, um, gutted it out. And then, um, basically that night I, 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 cause the, the, you know, with bears, I want to process them quick. And so I, basically got the bear all set and brought them home and processed them the next day at home. And, uh, and so that, that ended that part of the hunt, you know, I put them in the freezer, rendered down the fat. It was all good. So delicious eating bear, um, eating quite a bit of them already. But the other, the last thing with the hunt that was really important to me was, um, I wanted to, cause back when we did this podcast, our first podcast together, you talked about walking bear trails after the season. And so, I want to do that. So I came back middle of October and we walked, we went back to the apple orchard bait and walked the bear trails and uh, saw where the bears were coming from. And um, they weren't bending down as close to the bait as we thought 
it seemed like, but mm -hmm. there was a lot of trails all around that bait. That's for sure. And so, yeah, yeah, there were, there were trails even, uh, 40 acres away on another piece of property yep. that, that, that they were using the creek bottom mm -hmm. and they were following and they were going, you know, I, I was really surprised because I didn't see that in years past. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. Um, uh, things change from year to year. They really yep. do. Yep. For sure. So. For sure. And so, you know, it's good to have, I mean, you know, good, it's good to have multiple bait sites to fall back on because, um, you just never know, you know, how bait sites are going to go. They might be just like the vulture bait. It might be active all the way until the weekend before the hunt. And then all of a sudden it just dies, <laughs> you know, or, mm -hmm. You know, things change year to year. You might have your tried and true spot, and then all of a sudden it's like, what is going on this year? This spot's awful. You know, kind of like kind of like the home run site. You've used that in years past. It was great, and it was awful this year. Never got a bear. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> so it, it did did not produce. That was really yeah, really strange. So yeah, um, any bear hunter that's going to continue bear hunting and stuff uh, um, after the hunt, you know, take some time go back to where you shot that bear and, and, and follow some of that, uh, uh, those trails and stuff. You'll learn a lot, you know, mm -hmm. it just gives you, uh, you know, you just educate yourself a little bit more. That, that's what I like doing about it. Just cause you shoot the animal, you know, it's, it's not over with, right. You know, I, I like going, going out there and seeing, seeing where they're hiding out and everything. Yeah. It's exactly. the same thing. It's, it's just same thing as whitetail too. Mm -hmm. You know, you shoot a whitetail, uh, um, over, over a food plot during winter time and there's trails and stuff, go walk some of those trails and f find out where they're bedding down. I mean, it's, 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 it's just another education, uh, you know, process, you know, um, um, uh, you just learn more about the animals that you're, you're going to be hunting. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the thing, you know, it, it, I mean, even with, with bait and bear, it seems like it'd be a slam dunk, but it is such an art and, you know, you're always learning and you, you always got to be learning. Um, you know, like, like I, like I said, this season, um, you know, it was very cool to, you know, I, I'm hundred percent self-taught, but you know, it was cool this season to go with somebody who's a, you know, veteran bear guide and, you know, see how they did things and, and, and see, you know, um, see like where your spots were and stuff and what you, you know, what your recommendations were and stuff. And, uh, and, um, and that kind of leads me into what you want to talk about was like baiting frequency, like 10 gallons of bait, right? Um, I'm assuming that's what yep. you want to talk about, like lots of bait versus, versus baiting yep. frequently. Yeah. Yep. yep. So yep. that, um, go ahead. <laughs> I'll let you go if you want, okay. because you were the one that was amazed and, yes. and, and, you know, you were saying, you know what, mm -hmm. I think you're right. Yep. Yep. You know, so, so, so a little background. So, um, um, there's two, uh, in case you're new to this, there's two theories of bear baiting, right? There is the theory that you want to feed bears as much as they pot as you possibly can, because if bears come to a bait site and there's no bait, they will leave. They only have one thing in their mind and that is to eat. And if there's not food there, they'll leave. And so your goal is to feed, put as much bait out as you can. And then also that way, what will happen is big bears will come and they will find this food hoard and they will dominate it and they'll scare the other bears away and they will dominate this bait site, right? 
The other school of thought is to use smaller quantities of bait, but bait free. Oh, and the other thing with, with the mass bait is to bait only, you know, maybe once a week, once every other week to stay out of there. Right. And just let the bait run right. its course. Right. Right. The, right. The, the other theory is to bait frequently with smaller quantities. So to come in, you know, every day with five gallons, every other day with 10 gallons, um, something to where there's enough bait there to, to interest the bears, um, to keep them coming in, but not enough bait to where they can come in and feed freely at any time of the day. So that way it'll create competition for bears, um, to where they're going to come and compete, but they're, they, they know they have to get there earlier. Otherwise there's not enough. Otherwise they won't get food. Right. And you'll hear people and you will hear folks scoff. I've heard this from, a lot of veteran bear hunters that will scoff at the idea of the, you can't train a bear to do that. If they, the bait's gone, they just leave. If they, um, you know, you put out five gallons and there's no bait there, the bears are gone. Um, bears can't reason to figure that, you know, figure that out. They, all they know is to eat. And if it's gone, they're gone. Um, you know, I've heard that and, I'll tell you what, I, I don't know what it's like everywhere else, right? Maybe it's different. But I'll tell you, this year, um, because of the regulations of Wisconsin, where it's forced to only use 10 gallons of bait. And what I, I, I forgot to mention this one with the, I went from baiting every other week, you know, um, with 10 gallons to, I went, I started out early August with three times a week. I was driving from the UP of Michigan over to, Northwest Wisconsin, um, and I was putting out 10 gallons of beta each of my sites. Um, I was doing it three times a week, and then closer to season, I got up to as much as four times a week. Um, and so it was a lot of miles on my Jeep, a lot of, a lot of driving, a lot of time on the road, but you know, it was worth it. But, um, and so that was my, my baiting schedule. You know, every, basically every other day I was putting out 10 gallons of bait, um, because of the regulations. And I'll tell you, um, what I noticed this year versus other years, because I've been, I've been doing a lot of more, we'll call them bomber bait runs, where you go once a week and drop, you know, 40 gallons of bait off at a bait site. And I'll tell you, the amount of daylight activity at my bait sites when I had um, 10 gallons of bait every other day versus putting out 40 gallons once a week or twice a week or something, it was so much more daylight activity. Um, bears were coming out way, way, way earlier. Um, when I was using less bait, um, because they're, if they stuck around, it, it seemed some, I don't know how they figure it out, but it, it's like training a dog, right? They know at certain times of the day to come and get food. If they don't, it's not going to be there. So somehow they figured yep. it out, even with the natural foods, there was bumper crops, and natural foods. There was, I mean, at the apple orchard bait, there was, the trees were loaded with apples, right? They had no reason to come to the bait, but they like the bait. And so they will stick around. And, you know, as long as there's bait there, enough bait there, it's an art. It's, it's, it's really a balancing act. But as long as there's enough bait there to keep them around, but not so much that they can come in at any time of the night and feed, you know, ideally you're running out of bait. Um, you know, well, with, with my strategy, what there was enough bait there to where it lasts most of the night. And then maybe a little bit into the next day, 
Um, they might come, be able to come in early the next day to feed, but by the middle of the night, the second night, it was gone. And so, but then I would rebate it and they would go, oh, okay, there's food again. And so somehow they figure out that, hey, I'm going to come in earlier and earlier and earlier because, you know, if I don't, the food's gone, <laughs> you know, the other bears yep. going to get it. And so I, I, I don't know what to tell folks, but I'm I, for hunting around here where there's lots of hunting pressure, where bears do not feel comfortable coming into bait sites, putting limited quantities of bait frequently not not so little that there's no food ever but enough to keep the bears around but not so much that they're able to free feed whenever they want you will get more daylight bears i mean that's just how it is around here it's simple and 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 for people that don't give bears credit for for being intelligent um i don't know what to say but yeah they do and they will figure out if they don't get there, it's going to be gone. Yep. And, and, um, uh, I'd like the 10 gallons. I've hunted Minnesota before, you know, you can, uh, throw out as much as you want and stuff like that. But, um, um, you will see more daylight pictures of nice bears too. Yep. Um, once when they figure out that if, if, uh, if they don't get there soon, that 10 gallons of bait, uh, uh George is going to eat it all yep, <laughs> and yep. I'm going to be, and, and I'm going to be hungry. Right. So, right. um, uh, they're smart. They're yeah. super intelligent. Yep. They're, they're problem solvers are what they are. So, yep, exactly. um, yep. I totally agree. You know, you know, like, okay, for instance, in, in Canada, right. Where there's not, I'm not all of Canada. I've been, I've been corrected by a lot of Canadians on this, but in mm-hmm. part, places of Canada where there is not much hunting pressure, okay, um, you can you can put out just you know a, two barrels of, of bear bait, right? And that's probably a good strategy because the bears aren't pressured, so they don't really need to come in during the night, so they won't. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But in places like Wisconsin and the UP and Minnesota, um, other places like Maine, I'm sure, where there's tons of bear baits. And bears know what those are, right? The older bears mm-hmm. are not stupid. They they know there's a reason why they're old. They mm-hmm. they don't if they don't need to come in during the day, they won't. But they right. want that bear bait. I mean, you got to think eating a bear bait is a lot better than eating. Um, you know, I mean, you think about this like 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 dogs, right? You can feed them really good dog food. They still want your table scraps way more than they want their dog food, even though it's probably just as nutritious. You know what I mean? And so they know what tastes good. They want that bear bait. And so they'll do some pretty crazy stuff to get it and they'll figure out how to get it if they need to. So, yeah, but yeah, I, I also think too, you know, um, the hunter that's hunting that stand, um, they get used to that human scent, Mm -hmm. uh, the, the same smell all the time. Um, that's that's why I went into the apple orchard bait, you know, mm-hmm. and, and baited a few times, so yep. they got used to my smell too. Yep, exactly. You know, so yeah, that so, was that was something I asked you to do because I, I I knew that was the plan was hey mm-hmm. I want Mike to be able to drop me off, keep everything same, so I don't want it to be a fresh mm-hmm. scent. So hey, let's bring Mike in a few times just to get his scent out there, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, I always would have my hunters walk ahead of me to the stand, mm-hmm. um, so that I, I step 
in that hunter's boot prints yep. while I'm walking in there and, and, and try not to have them touch any or brush up against any trees, um, um, you know, with their body and stuff and leave any scent here. Mm. So I'm, I'm trying to cover the tracks and that hunter's scent because I'm bringing somebody else new in there now and the bears know that. Yeah. You know, if, 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 and and it might hold them up a little bit. Yeah. But um, um, uh, all those little steps, uh, it does help, you know, to, mm-hmm. uh, um, you know, for a hunter, you know, to be successful and stuff. So. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, that, that was something that, um, you know, I... I, I mean, that's something I wrote down here for things I want to talk about was, you know, it's things I've learned, I learned this year. I mean, I knew this, but it's, it, I, I really hit home this year was watching you. The biggest thing was how, you, you know, you said you're anal, right? But it's all, it's your attention to detail. It's all the little details that you go through when you're baiting bears, right? It's all the little things mm-hmm. like things like that, stepping in the hunter's boot prints, um, you know, taping up the windows of your blinds that way they can't see movement when you're in there. Um, mm-hmm. You know how you know baiting frequently versus infrequently. Um, I'm trying to think. You know, d- just all the little things. I mean, you had me wear a black sweatshirt. You know, in the blinds that way I blended in with the blind. You know, just right, little things right. like that. You know, um, yeah. It, it was yep. all these little things that you did you know, keeping the scent the same, um, you know, trying to use the same sense that you always use, uh, just the little stuff like that. It all adds up. It really does. And I think that's, that was one of the bigger things I learned from you this year was just, you know, it's all these little details that, I mean, I kind of knew some of this, I kind of knew that anyway, but it really reinforced that in me is how all these little things that you do that really add up to something huge, you know, don't get sloppy is essentially it <laughs> you know but right yeah 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 so yeah all right awesome um let me see here one last thing i want to go over that i learned this year that was huge was um you know something that i that i noticed that that you do a lot that i never did was how close to town and how much you use like private properties versus like going out deep into the bush right like i i I used to be like hardcore about going as deep as you can you know trying to get away you know supposedly get away from people by going out into like huge tracts of public land and stuff um because that's where the big bears are right and uh you know that's not what you do (laughs) you know you're use a lot of private lands, you're surprisingly close to town in a lot of places, you know, and, you know, and I think that's because you always hear about people say, like, oh, I got this huge bear, at least I get approached by people, because they know I'm a bear hunter, right, like, at work, they'll go, oh, I got this huge bear at my house, you know, you should come take care of it, and I never, like, clicked in my head, like, oh, I think, oh, yeah, you live in town, I don't want to do that, but then, I, like, right. now that I think about it, like, seeing how you hunt and stuff, like, where your spots are, I go, man, actually that's probably the ticket like if you got these big bears they it's safer near town and in small chunks of private land and stuff like if you can get access to where the to good bear habitat on private land like there's probably some good bears in there because there's hardly any hunting pressure you know right 
Right, especially with the hounds and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. out on public land and stuff. Uh, a lot of these bears get chased, chased right in the private and stuff. And yeah, and and another big thing is is um, <clears throat> a lot of the big bears that we shoot um, are near are near uh, humans, mm-hmm. and humans humans mean food. Yep. Whether it's 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 somebody putting their trash out at night or or bird feeders yeah. and stuff. Um, yep. um, it, 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 it's just natural. Uh, you get close to humans and you have, uh, um, um, apple orchards and, and, um, um, cornfields and, mm-hmm. you know, um, um, alfalfa fields, stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, it, food, food, food. Uh, we've shot in big bears out on public land, you know, yep. Uh, uh, well over 400 pounds, you know, a few oh, yeah. bears and stuff like that. They're, they're there, but you know, most of the big bears that, that we have killed are, um, around human activity. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's, that's something that I'm, I'm definitely <clears throat> going to incorporate a little more into my own hunting, you know, here is, you know, when somebody says, Hey, I got a big bear that keeps, you know, coming into my bird feeder, right? <laughs> I'm going to be, a, yeah. I'm, I'm going to, the first thing I'm going to, instead of sort of like, oh yeah, okay. You know, now I'm going to go, well, let me check out your property, <laughs> you know, right? like take, yeah. take, take advantage of those. Cause I, I didn't, you know, I think I've taken that for granted as an opportunity, but um, something I'm not going to ignore now. So. Right. Right. But yeah. Yeah. Anyway, well, I've had you for a long time, Mike, but, um, yeah, yeah. So I, I guess, do you have any, anything you want to add? Any, any things you observed that, you know, um, well, I, I think, uh, I think we, we covered it all. Um, I'm, I'm hoping this year I'm going to draw a tag and well, the bear season starts a week earlier yep. than then last year in Wisconsin, bait sitters go first, and yep. you know who you know who I'm going after. Yep, that's for <laughs> sure. That's for sure. Yeah. And and <laughs> I'm 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 going to fix up that uh, I'm going to fix up that blind a little bit. There's uh, mm-hmm. just to make it a little bit more soundproof. That door needs to be fixed really bad. You know. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Um, it was loud. You know, it's it, it, it's just an an older older stand and. Uh, um, I'm going to be doing the same thing that uh, you are. I'm going to be sneaking out that back door if I'm not successful. Yeah. And um, you know, I'm I'm not going to shoot just any bear. Yeah. Um, uh, um, the hunt. What's going to make the hunt is before the season, mm-hmm. the baiting and 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 setting up the trail cameras and seeing what bears I have have coming in and stuff. And I do ha- have some other. <clears throat> really nice pieces of private property that I just acquired too. Oh, cool. So, um, hopefully, hopefully, and it's, it's, uh, it's a big bear that we call bus, um, bus 15. Oh, you know, uh, the bus. <clears throat> yeah. The bus. He's, he's, he's as big as a bus and it's, it's, uh, it's going to take 15 guys to haul him out. So, yep, yep. um, I, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to go after him and, the landowner graciously has given me permission to the, to do so if I draw a tag this year. Yeah. Um, if 
if not, I have a friend that's coming up, uh, my my buddy that muzzleload hunts with me every year, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, he's got I think he's got eight points. He's a gimme this year. Yeah. He'll, he'll yeah. draw a tag. So I'm gonna be up there. You know, I'm yeah. I'm up there anyways. Um, um, we're, it's it's gonna be a good year. I hope. Yeah. So, yeah. I hope so too. Yeah. <clears throat> well, cool. That's about it, Matt. Cool. Well, good. Well, again, Mike, I really appreciate, you know, everything you did and offered to me this season. It was a blast. I, you know, learned a lot and, you know, will forever be thankful for, for this season. So it was a great time. And I mean, absolute blast. It was so much work, but it was so fun. I'm glad I did it. And, uh, you know, and I guess for, you know, I, I, for anybody that's that wants to do a hunt like I did in Wisconsin, right? Like a do-it-yourself hunt, um, you know, I'm gonna say a few things. It's it's not cheap, <laughs> you know. It's probably you know, know. no. I would I would say you're just you might as well just buy a guide if you're looking for a cheaper option. Just buy a guide, you know, because um, yeah. pay for a guide because it's about yeah. the same cost, you know. Um, yep. You know, with with the Wisconsin regulations, you can do you know if you're doing bomber bait runs, you can do it for way cheaper. Um, you know, if you're going to Minnesota or something like that, but if you're doing it in Wisconsin, you know, it's going to cost you a lot of money, but, um, it's right. fun. Um, you know, I, you know, I do it because I, I love the satisfaction to do it myself. I, I love, it's just fun for me. I enjoy the baiting and I would never want to miss that, you know, but, right, um, right. you know, so if that's your thing, I, it's very doable, you know, um, and, uh, depends on what your goals are. If you want to kill a monster bear, you're going to have to put in probably a little more work or about the same work amount of work as I did. If you just want to kill a bear, you know, maybe do a little bit less work, but you know, you get out of it what you put in. So, um, but I would definitely, I, I it's certainly doable. So, oh yeah, but. oh yeah. If you wanna, if you wanna get to know about bear hunting, do it yourself. I even when I guided, I told people if you can do it yourself, do it. There's yep. gonna be a, a much more uh, self-satisfaction of, yep. of doing it yourself. You know, you get the, the whole feel of the hunt. Period. Yes, for sure. You know, if, for sure. If you can't, if you can't do it, then go with an outfitter. You're still really going to have fun. Yep. Too. So, yep, for sure. So awesome. <clears throat> well, Mike, I appreciate you coming on the podcast and, uh, yeah, thanks again. So, all, all right. right. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. It was a blast. We'll, We'll talk to you later, Matt. All right. Talk to you later. Have a good night, folks. Yep. Bye.